Welcome to Thoughts of a Woodsman Preacher. This is Pastor Josh Lucci. Thanks for tuning in. It's been a little while. We took a little break, but uh, we're back. And uh, I had something that I really wanted to share with you guys, uh, a thought that came by my mind. Um, so I have a six-year-old son. His name is Caleb. He is an awesome kid. I love him to death. He loves to fish. He loves to go hunting. He loves uh, finding mushrooms and all kinds of things out in the woods. And, uh, you know, being six years old as he is, um, he gets nervous in the woods. And I totally understand because I'm kind of the same way. Um, you know, the, the sounds and the noises and, and all the things that are in the woods. And he, uh, he stays pretty close. Um, he's kind of that type of kid by nature. But um, especially when he's in the woods and in unfamiliar sorts of areas, he gets really nervous when he gets um, anywhere, even almost beyond reach um, of me, you know, let alone sight and sound. Um, and, you know, he kind of gets a little bit of a panicky look when he gets too far away from me. And he's always asking about cougars and bears. You know, do cougars live here? Do bears live here? Um, you know, do I, am I packing, so to speak, in case he sees a cougar or a bear? And um, it, it's really less about um, fear and more about his, his comfort and a feeling of safety. Um, you know, I, I don't see fear in his eyes, but what I do see is a need for reassurance and a, a need to see that, um, you know, his dad is looking out for him, so to speak, and his mom. Um, you know, and it, it caused me to think a little bit about how our relationship with God is. Um, you know, the song says, uh, you know, Be Thou My Vision, the old hymn. Um, you know, it says that we're prone to wander. You know, and that caused me to pause. I was listening to that song this morning as I was doing some chores um, you know, that we're prone to wander. Uh, and I, I think there's a lot of truth to that, that as we get older, uh, you know, even in our, our Christian walk, um, you know, we're, we're prone to wander, where we feel more comfortable with how we are and how we're living, um, that we start to wander away. And, and what I'm seeing most uh, often, whether it be in our, our church congregation or my friends or even, even myself and my family, is that um, part of our, our wandering, so to speak, is a prioritization of how we utilize the 24 hours a day that we've been given. Uh, when push comes to shove, what activities win and what activities take a backseat or, or have to be sacrificed. Um, you know, it's, it's been a little bit of a frustration of mine as of late, um, you know, working in the ministry and uh, watching parents and things like that. But I also, I see it in my own life um, that, you know, as life gets hyped up and busy and crazy and, um, you know, I think my first mistake is allowing it to get that, that way. You know, I've been studying a little bit about how to create margins in your life. Um, you know, time on the front end and the back end and time in the middle um, so that you don't feel that pressure and you don't even feel a need to have to sacrifice one thing for another in a day because there just simply isn't enough time. You find yourself running out of time and you find yourself sacrificing um, activities that shouldn't be sacrificed for the activities that uh, might make somebody unhappy if you don't do. Um, it's your fault to begin with for allowing it to get that way. Whether you're a person like me who has a hard time saying no um, or whether it's just the speed of life, um, I think that's the first mistake. The second mistake is not giving priority to the things in life that are of God, so to speak, um, and giving priority to things in life that in the grand scheme of things in the moment seem really, really important, um, but in the long run, they really aren't. Um, 
you know, and, and it's certainly been a frustration of mine. But back to my, my son, uh, he is not prone to wander. <laughs> he is not a wandering child. He never has been. And I have a feeling um, he may never be. I, I was that way too. Uh, you know, when I was out in the woods, even as an adult, you know, when I go hunting or fishing, I really don't like to get too far away from the folks that I'm with. Um, as a, a young person, it was a comfort uh, sort of thing that, um, you know, comfort, safety, whatever you want to call it. But as an adult now, it's um, really a protector sort of deal. Um, you know, I need to, I have feel the need to keep an eye on the folks that I'm with when we're, um, you know, exploring the woods and out in the woods and, and things of that nature. And as a youth pastor, it's the same way. I feel like I need to keep my eye on, on every little detail because I'm responsible for these kids. Um, you know, but I, I took a lesson from my son today in um, this idea of being prone to wander and prone to allowing the, the things of life, the minutia of life to start to take over and to um, really not wisely um, allocate my time and energy to the things that ought to be. Um, you know, I, I've danced around the bush a little bit, but um, you know, I'll just plainly say it. I, I feel like um, things like sports, um, you know, in, in teenagers' life, sports are not a bad thing. Sports are not evil. It's an amoral sort of deal. It has neither good nor bad. There's, in fact, there's a lot of good to it. You know, learning good discipline, physical fitness, learning how to work with a team, all those things are good. Um, but the way that sports works now, if you don't practice um, seven days a week and if you miss a practice somewhere for a Bible study or if you mispractice for church on Sunday, um, you will not play in the game. There is no wiggle room. And oftentimes games are on Sundays and Sunday nights. And, um, you know, all the, the times that we would typically um, allocate to, to fellowship and to God are taken up by sports. And when push comes to shove, um, a lot of times in family sports will win every single time. With the justification of, well, you know, it's just for a couple of weeks or it's just for a few months um, but as if you are the parent of a child or if you are a person that has been through sports, um, these days sports runs one into the next. Um, if the main sport that you are playing runs out, there is the training sport. <laughs> you know, if you're a football player, then your coach um, says you ought to play soccer too to stay in shape. Um, you know, there's off-season practices. There are, you know, football camps, basketball camps, baseball camps in order to keep you in shape and to stay competitive and to be able to uh, make the team, you got to be dedicated to every single one of those. And so um, let's all be real in the fact that, um, you know, these idols have popped up. Now, in my microculture, growing up hunting, that was the one that took precedence over church. And um, fortunately, my dad um, instilled in us a sense of, um, you know, making sure we put God first. And there were times that we did miss church running season, but those were a few and far between, um, you know. But, um, as, you know, as an adult now, um, you know, my wife and I have made that decision that, you know, even in hunting season when I haven't caught or, you know, when I haven't hunted, been able to hunt that much or haven't gotten anything and I'm desperate, um, church comes first every single time. Um, you know, I, I think that that is an important thing. It's something I'm going to instill in my son um, so that he is not prone to wander. Um, you know, and, and there, you know, call it what you may, whatever it happens to be that, takes precedence over fellowship with the family of God um, and that time that you set aside, you know, whether it's Sundays or Wednesdays or what have you, that is your Sabbath. Um, you got to keep it holy and you really need to instill in yourself, in your family, and especially in your children that there is a time that is untouchable, that is God's time. 
Um, you know, and, and in all plainness, that's really what's been on my heart as I listen to that song and prone to water and watch my son in the woods who um, really gets nervous when he gets further and further away from me or his mom. You know, I really think that when, you know, Christ talks about us being like children, that is a big, big part of it. Are we prone to water? Do we feel comfortable, um, you know, wandering away for even a short period of time, whether it's dedicated to sports or family stuff or um, you know, hunting season, fishing season, whatever it is, are you, are you comfortable wandering for even a little while? Or are you like my boy, and when you miss a Sunday, when you miss a Wednesday night, when you miss a Sunday night, whatever it is, um, you are, you're uncomfortable. You feel it. It doesn't feel good. Uh, <laughs> it feels a little panicky at times when you're looking around for your, um, your provider, your, your safety net. So I want to encourage you guys to do that, really to take stock in where you are setting your priorities. Um, this is something that I'm really passionate about. I'm a little worried about in our church culture today. Um, you know, we when I was a teenager, there was the Jesus is my homeboy movement. You know, Christ is my friend. And I think that's a great view of Christ, but it's just one. I think we've lost sight of our, um, our Savior's king nature. He is first and foremost a king. And you certainly wouldn't do that to somebody who you respect so much that it instills a sense of fear. Um, so let's see if we can regain that. God bless you guys, and we will talk again soon. And thou, my true word.